Welcome to Pennsylvania In Focus. I'm Anthony Hennon, Pennsylvania reporter for The Center Square. Joining me today is The Center Square's Pennsylvania editor, Kristen Smith. Kristen, you had an exclusive story the other day looking at a compromise between uh, Democratic Governor Josh Shapiro and his uh, right-wing critics, co-lawmakers, however you want to phrase this. What are you hearing about a state budget compromise? Well, I'm glad you hinted at the the debate around how to describe the Commonwealth Foundation, which is the organization that has launched the Shapiro's Promises campaign. The Commonwealth Foundation, they describe themselves as a free market think tank. They focus primarily on economic issues rather than, you know, your social issues. I think it would be fair to say that they nine times out of 10 align with conservatives in the state house and legislative Republicans in general. So why their perspective matters is because they sort of have an inside pulse on what legislative Republicans are thinking and feeling about the upcoming budget. And so they did their own internal polling with residents to kind of find out several issues that they, you know, really want to see action on. And then they compared that to promises that Shapiro made on the campaign trail that kind of veered from the Democratic Party platform. And into the Commonwealth Foundation's perspective means that there these are the issues where we could see some really important compromise on to move Pennsylvania forward in a way that really wasn't possible over the last eight years. And so the they they named five different issues where they see this is where we could compromise, where we should compromise. And I'm going to list them in order of least controversial to most controversial. And when I say least controversial, I mean Shapiro seems on board. Legislative Democrats are receptive. Obviously, legislative Republicans prioritize it. And there's a strong public sentiment for it. So expanding telehealth access, we report on that all the time. Everybody, for whatever, you know, for many, many reasons, believe that telehealth is really a game changer and revolution. Uh, for many reasons, for opioid use disorder, for helping people in rural areas get access to regular routine care. It's something that we really expanded on during the pandemic with a lot of those emergency, public health emergencies coming to a close in the last month or so. We, it's really up to states on how they're going to move forward with this. And Pennsylvania, you know, across the board really wants to make telehealth a permanent fixture in our healthcare landscape. So number two, we have licensure and permitting reform, which um, for anybody who needs some sort of occupational license or certification in, to work in their field in the state, they're probably familiar with this process. And in his third week in office, Governor Shapiro signed an executive order that would refund residents every time the department or the agencies that are in charge of these uh, licenses miss their own deadlines for handing them out to people who pay their their fees and do everything they're supposed to do. And then the department just for a lot of reasons doesn't get to them in the allotted time. And then their entire livelihood is delayed waiting on this. So that's number two. Three is accelerating the corporate net income tax rate cut that we enacted last year. It's currently structured as a 10-year phase down from 9.9% to 4.9%. Shapiro on the campaign trail said he wants to cut it down to 4% by 2025. Republicans love that idea. I don't think Democrats are really going to push back. Everyone agrees we have a big problem with demographics here and sustaining our economy for the long term, attracting more business and keeping people in Pennsylvania for good paying jobs. That's something that everybody wants to do. Now we're starting to get into things that are a little bit more controversial. And part of the reason why we haven't really seen tons of movement on these issues in the last few years because of how far apart ideologically Republican majority in the General Assembly was and uh, former Governor Tom Wolf was. Uh, lowering energy costs. That's something that is really important to a lot of residents. Um, but ideas on how to do that are, you know, they're very divergent between Republican and Democrat and, and Shapiro for that matter. Republicans want to boost 
natural gas development and really um, take advantage of that resource that we have here in Pennsylvania to keep our utility costs low. Democrats want are really worried about the environmental impact of that, want to transition us to renewable energy sooner rather than later. And so that that internal conflict means that they both have very different ideas about how we're going to address energy costs uh, now and in the future. And then the most controversial and kind of the biggest ticket item here would be school choice reform. Republicans want to make school choice more expansive. They want people to be able to send their kids to whatever school they want. It doesn't matter where they live. Um, we already have tax credit programs that reward businesses for paying tuition costs uh, to kids who attend private schools um, and because they can't, you know, because they because their home districts are low performing. Republicans would like to take that a step further and make specific, uh, you know, spending restricted scholarship accounts for kids who live in the bottom 15 percent of low performing school districts. And essentially what that would mean is. For every dollar, you know, for let's say on average, we spend $19,000 per student um, in a district. Uh, they would take like a third of that and put it in the spending restricted account. And so families could use that money to send their kid to a different school or to get tutoring, you know, other services that they wouldn't otherwise be able to afford. That is a newer, more radical idea that even though Josh Shapiro says he supports school choice, it would require more money that I think Democrats would argue is better spent on, you know, traditional public schools instead, which they argue have been chronically underfunded for years. I think the state needs to boost um, their share of support and stop relying on local taxpayers to fill in that gap. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kristen Smith, this is Anthony Hinnon. Please subscribe and thanks for listening.